And here we are. Painkiller Nearly, episode 36. Uh, Kyle's here, and uh, thankfully Marka made it. Whoa, what's up, Taylor? I'm good. Uh, glad to have you here. <laughs> I got off of work. <laughs> it, uh, it, it seems like there's either something wrong with your mic, or maybe Woody is doing his Merka voice right now. I'm not sure which. I'll see if I can fix it. Okay, good to know. All right, all right. Very good. Merka, is that better? Merka? I think you broke it. I don't think we're losing him. All right. So that was our Merka appearance. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it was a week or two ago that we told people on the subreddit to give him shit. And then <laughs> when they started doing it, I had completely forgotten. I was like, why is it? They're, they usually like Merka. They're just like, get on PKN, you lazy fuck. <laughs> it was like, whoa. Yeah, I forgot about that too. Like, like this, uh, this show is recorded at different times in the week, and sometimes it's sort of squeezed in because I've overslept or something. <laughs> so uh, I, I often forget what we say here, and, uh, and I don't even remember it. And but, it's delayed. Uh, yeah, I saw that as well. Like it's two days delayed for PKA. Like uh, um, Patreons get it two days quicker, but for PKN, <laughs> they get it like a whole week faster or something. So like mm -hmm. yeah, it, that whole totally slipped my mind. Yeah, that's true. Um, so the the housing thing is done. Done. Well, in my head, that whole episode will be really done once the court is finished. Right. Yeah. On May fourth, we go to small claims court. And uh, I'm pretty sure our contractor's not a Patreon, so I'll talk about it. This is how it's likely to go. Um, apparently in small claims court, they get stuff done. I've never been, but that's like a thing. So they're going to go and they're going to immediately throw away Jamal's stuff. Like he's made, his girlfriend is the attorney and she's bad. Like maybe she's a paralegal or something. I don't know what the scoop is. Shocker. <clears throat> but she's she's bad. The um the dates on the lien are off by a year, so the Damn. lien is like not valid. Um, yeah, I don't know if a court like overlooks that kind of thing. Like, I really don't know how this works. You know, it, it wouldn't shock me if they said this whole thing is just garbage. Forget it. You're done. Uh, the dates are off by a year. Or if they said, all right, just you know, cross it out and fix it right here in front of me, and we'll proceed. Um, mm -hmm. either way would work fine for me. But the point of small claims court is to kind of like get stuff done and have it behind you. But they see the people I've talked to seem to think that they'll just throw away his lien immediately. Um, this, you're not supposed to go to small claims court and have a lien at the same time. That's like double jeopardy. That's a thing that you can't do. I talked to my attorney, my, you know, Ed, the contractor's attorney mm -hmm. and, um, the clerk at the county who like handles all the paperwork for this stuff, who was really good, by the way, she'll never see this, but you know, every so often you run across someone who's just outstanding at their job and knowledgeable yeah. and, you know, a king, she was one of those and she just seemed to know everything. Um, I don't want to say too, but she was just super helpful. I would never say anything that, and that would get her in trouble, but, but she was so helpful. So anyway, um, uh, Jesus, did you give you a hand job too? Like, like what happened here? <laughs> she's like, I can't tell you this. And she's like handing me highlighted papers and stuff. <laughs> and I'm reading it and then like figuring out how it applies to my situation and stuff. But um, I guess I've said too much. Anyway, she was great. And great. Um, yeah, super helpful. So uh, uh, anyway, apparently you can't do a small claims court and a lien at the same time. He's, he's done that wrong. So I don't know which one they're going to go with or what the scoop is or how that's going to be, but Ed is going to file a countersuit right on the spot, like as a surprise. And, um, 
Uh, that that interesting to me. Like I kind of look forward to the show. Ed's going to be like, you know, this is his crappy work. This is photos <laughs> of it. This is what it cost me. These are the people I brought in to clean up after him, etc., etc., etc. And um, I want to be like, you know what? I've got damages here too. Ed's like, you know, I had to pay these people to fix his stuff. Here's the bills where that I got for it. 1900 for this, 1600 for that, weeks of delay. This, you know, I would love it if coming out of this thing, I got money too. And, That'd be great. Uh, like, there's some sort of a Judge Judy redemption uh, <laughs> episode where she's just like, Woody's the good guy here, and like yeah. makes everybody pay you instead. That's how I like. That's how it happens in my dreams. Of in course. my dreams, it works out <laughs> like that. Like, there, you know, I'm gonna be like, I'm the only fucker around here doing what they're supposed to do. Jamal, he just broke shit. Ed, he took you know, it was a two week job and ended up taking him more than three months. And he would send me bills whenever something went wrong, like Jim, Hurricane Jamal coming through on this project. Me, I had to write checks. My checks were on time, and they never bounced. I'm the only fucker around here who did what they're supposed to do, but I did too much of it. You know, I, I had to pay for these damages, and uh, I would love it if coming out of this whole thing, I walked away with a check. I think that would be really awesome. The whole thing's hilarious. Uh, I, I look forward to the time when it's all over and done, and you've got your house, and because it just seems that we started this whole thing so so long ago. <laughs> it's, it, I, it feels like it was last year. It wasn't. It was January of this year. But it, well, if, I'm thinking back to when, way back when, you know, we first yeah. started, um, like, it, looking at houses. Like, I remember the the perfect house that, that you found that the had the pool, the pool in the middle. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I was so psyched about that. I was, I, like, I love the idea of, like, of, like Jackie Washington. It sounds so misogynistic, <laughs> but uh, this is fantasy of mine. Of, like, you know, Jackie washing dishes. And, like, she looks up, and there's a little window there. And she, she like, lifts the window, and you're out there doing laps or whatever it is yeah. you do. And she's just like, dinner in five minutes. And you're just like, yeah. And like, do your Aquaman pose and, and like, <laughs> just like, you just like, like wiggle a little and then like, like burst it. from the water, like, <laughs> burst from the surface of the water. <laughs> like, uh, just dry somehow. <laughs> dude, I would, I would love that. That was the thing. Like, that, the thing about that house that was so cool is I felt like you could go swimming as easily as you could watch TV. You know, That's you just so walk into the center of the house, tip over, and you are swimming. And it was so central in all the house. I still think back. Like, we, we've spent so much fixing this home. I'm like, how would life have been if we had devoted that cash into the old house? In that house that needed all these repairs. And Still wouldn't be there. I think, you're, I mean, what I'm hearing is he needed to rip that thing down to, like, the foundation. That, like, there really wasn't any pool to be salvaged there. Yeah. And... The, the I, I think it would have cost you a hundred and fifty thousand in renovations over there. It was a cheaper house, you know. So that's a thing, right? Like, it's not too late. <laughs> it is too late. <laughs> uh, actually, he hasn't. They they wrote to us like while we were settling on on the house I'm gonna live in someday. Three and, houses. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, three. Uh, anyway, they uh, right, right. Uh, Four, because you forgot the guest house, I think. You know, we're saying that, you know, you thought you'd make a good general contractor. Maybe this is what, maybe that's what you should do. You, you should take on the other house as a general contractor. So the seller of that other house, the one that had the pool in the middle, was a general contractor. That's what he did. And Not, um, when, you buy, when you buy a house from a real estate agent or when you buy a house from a general contractor, you're really playing with fire. Like, like I, I feel like, you know... 
I challenged the devil to a banjo competition or whatever the hell that a fiddle competition. You know, like this is his wheelhouse. You know, I, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a noob here. I can't even play fiddle. I don't, it's a terrible analogy, but, but you know, he was an expert in the home. As much as he seemed so sweet and whatever, all those crappy repairs in the roof, he knew exactly what was going on. That was on such that shit. Roof. Yeah. That was such substandard bullshit. That was some Three Stooges repair work if I've ever seen it. I didn't even know they made buckets of tar. <laughs> <laughs> like, he had a little pail of tar, like you see in Looney Tunes, or like 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 I don't it even. Was... I've never seen tar on a work site because we always would just well let's just get some new shingling. Like, like, yeah. like, uh, for people who don't know this the story to the uh, the house we didn't <laughs> buy, we went, we absolutely fell in love with it. It was on a peninsula. It was surrounded by lake and it was like a hundred the, cool. the the it was like a hundred foot like diagonal walk. I don't know how to say it, like a decline to the lake. So it was on this peninsula way up high. It was a 6,000 square foot house, but it was 8,000 square foot. If you include the pool, the indoor pool in the center of it, it was, it was a crazy perfect house um, for, for me and my family. And then we had it inspected and everything fell apart. It had termites twice. It had, the roof was like falling apart. There were all these terrible, terrible repairs. The roof was like, I don't mean to exaggerate, but I, if I remember, I think it was seven different colors, the roof from all the different, like, like, you know, where the roof was aging and they just yeah. like put new tiles on or mismatched it shingles like or, or anything, but it, it, you could definitely tell you could see you're like, Oh, that that's not even the same shingles. That's that, uh that's right. It's a problem. Or it was the same shingles, but some were 10 years old and some were this year and, that and too. Yeah, it, yeah. it needed a new roof clearly. And um, the the roof was so big, and the it had so many. I don't know if they're called ridge lines, but you know, it wasn't like it was a big barn roof. Where it was real simple, you know, two sides that meet. This thing had like sixteen different places where, yeah, yeah, the whole house is oct octagonal. Octagonal. I can't octagonal. say octagonal. Thank you. A lot yeah. of word escaped me. So it was a neat home, but. Um, there was so much, uh, the, like two thirds of the subfloor, oops, not touching my computer enough. Two thirds of the subfloor was rotted out and then it was all hardwood floors and there was like Turkish marble and stuff. And, and that was all just considered trash now. Cause you can't replace the subfloor and salvage these other things. It was just gone. And, um, and then, like I mentioned the termites, 80% of the plumbing had rotted. That's a big deal. So they were going to have to like replace all the plumbing and the crawl space. It's um, a real problem. He kept describing the fiberglass the insulation as spanish moss because it was like hanging down that didn't mean much to me but it might mean much to these guys but but when the when fiberglass gets wet it starts like turning into this spanish moss type thing like it 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 hangs down like a vine that maybe you just pulled off a tree and um uh i i can't even remember the other stuff that was wrong but essentially i think what happened is well i know that the pool leaked that's a thing the pool didn't have water in it because it leaked the pool had uh, lights in the side of it, and that's what leaked. Like around the light fixture, water came out. And because of that, I think that the crawl space filled up like a pool itself. Mm. And then that Real caused, problem. yeah, like the water, the termites. the. So at some point, there was some sort of underwater tunnel in your house that you could have, that would have been cool. At some point, the crawl space was a pool, and and the, the, that's how the plumbing, the insulation, the subfloors, and the termites, and all that stuff happened. And um, it, it, was, it was it was the house. I think was going to be a never-ending series of problems. There, yeah, at one I, point, no one lived in it, and and that's a bad thing in a house. I feel like the guy who owns that needs to take the Wings of Redemption approach and just burn that shit down, yeah. collect insurance money, and just be done with it. Because <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, <laughs> So, um, uh, so yeah, but that, 
episode was like in August and stuff. Like that was August, September. We were looking at that. We wanted to live there. And like part of the dream there was to hand out like really pimp um, Halloween candy. Like I remember that like in terms of the timing and stuff, I was like, I want to, if someone makes the trek up my street, uphill to me on the end of a peninsula, those fuckers are getting like four full size candy bars. We're making it, <laughs> making it rain. And, uh, uh, but you know, it wasn't meant to be, we didn't get that house. So then we found this one. And what's interesting about this one is that one, the home is pretty big. It's nice and everything, but the yard is incredible. Like, you know, we have this, that maybe for a lot of people, this isn't a weird thing. Like, like for you, for example, you're not right on top of your neighbors. Um, you know, I know your father's not right on top of his neighbors. I don't know if I've been to his house, but I've been to his farm and you know, there's space, there's this elbow room in, in your section of the country. I have never in my whole life live so far from a neighbor that I couldn't like easily throw a rock and hit their house from my porch. Mm -hmm. Right. Like that's just, it's a whole new experience to me. And, um, you know, I've, I've, I've never had it where like, you know, if my dog barks outside, it's not this big event where you know, it's like, Oh my God, the dogs are bothering everyone, you know, get out there and handle it. Um, and, and now we're going to have that. And, uh, yeah, we, every day now, um, we're going back and forth to the other house except Sunday where it was or Saturday. Saturday was all work. But, um, uh, yeah, I brought up, you know, I, I filled up the pickup truck with stuff from this house. And um, Jackie fills up her car, which is more than you might guess. It's a big SUV and she rolls the seats down. Yeah. And, um, and we just go. When it stops raining, it's been pouring every day. Every day. Every day. It's a bummer. It's uh, been a real, like, it's been really depressing. Just been... There's days at a time where it just thunders and rains and in like it's just dark outside. It's 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 been a long time. <laughs> I'm done with the rain, but I have an 18 foot trailer, and when we load that thing up, it, it's going to be like six pickup truck loads. Like we're we're going, and Jackie's like, I don't know what stuff to bring, you know. And I'm like, bring it all. And, you know, I'm like, it either comes or it's trash. That's it. And she's like, well, what if we need it? If we need it, that's a sign that we need to move. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Just, Put your stuff in that house. The only exception to that rule is this computer that I use because <laughs> the show must go on. You know, it, yeah. at some if I were to put this in the other house, that means that I'm committed to like doing this from the other house. You know, and uh, that's gonna be cool when you when you move into your new uh, you know little studio or whatever you're gonna <laughs> whatever it's gonna be wherever it is you film from your new office whatever it may be that's gonna be cool the, what i really one of the things that having a little more size will give me is moving like this room is so small that i really just have the office chair and i don't want anything else you know but i think i might have some sort of like recliner or something and uh when we do movie night i can just chill lay back watch it and fall asleep immediately and Chiz and I will continue <laughs> on with the movie. That's totally what's happening. You're going to get some like Barca. You're going to be like, well, I went really sensible with the with the couches downstairs. Let's get a big leather Barca lounger up here and it's going to be huge and cushy. You're going to melt into it and you're going to be passed out after your milk and cookies one night, 30 minutes into like a two and a half hour movie. That's totally what's happening. I'm totally done denying how right you are. <laughs> you, you nailed it. You nailed it. I, I, I could, you know, I'll, I'll pinch up I'll, I'll G Fuel is what I'm trying to say. Hop down some caffeinated drink and uh, you're right. I, I, I they would not happens. want you. To... Mm -mm. No, they wouldn't want that. But I, it makes me curious. <laughs> you know, I just snort the powder. Maybe off camera. We'll, we'll do some experimentation. Just saying. Um, 
but yeah, now we are we are kind of a great. Colin's room is almost moved over to the other house. He just has his bed here now, but like his dresser and his he has shelves full of like Lego and Minecraft things, and they're all moving. Um, I don't know. We we hope a lot of her stuff is over. We're just we're going at it hard now. We're gonna hire people to help us. Like our washer and dryer in particular, just like a nightmare to move. The washer's really heavy. Um, the refrigerator, like I, I suppose if I had enough able-bodied men, but I don't really have that. So I think we're going to hire someone to move some of the toughest stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you know, I, I think I'm, I'm sort of ready to, like, I might call tomorrow and be like, you busy Monday? Let's do Monday. Get two guys yeah. in a truck. That's like a company name. Yeah. And, uh, and have them just, you know. Now I could have left. a few, I could have a few redneck hooligans down that way. Uh, <laughs> nine hours from now and <laughs> and i'm not going to promise they won't really just dent the walls and scuff the paint and, and that sort of thing but and then they can move on to the fencing when they're done on the inside <laughs> i could get josh oh. and his cousin get those guys over there jackie she gets on me on the fence i got like i've got we budgeted for the fence and i'm sort of ready to make that happen and um uh but we haven't discerned like really where we want it, like the location of the fence it's and uh, for that, I'm just like, all right, Jack, you know, like, like I earn the money. You got to decide where that fence lands and then call it good. Have you decided? I liked that fence I sent you the other day that was sort of the three dark posts. It was a, awesome. Like, like, like horizontal. Yeah. Uh, uh, did you send that to me individually or PKH? Just to you, I believe. I, I, could, I, I could be wrong, though. I, I don't know. I've got like four of those. Um, I know I don't have the picture anymore. I've changed phone since. I think that would be. I don't have it either. I mean, going around. I feel like going around the exterior is a given, though, right? Are you going to do one big loop around everything? I, I. We were talking about something less than the entire yard. It really is a big yard. It's huge. Um. And then the the other issue is Jackie doesn't want the dogs that far away. Like, oh, I have the picture. All right, first off, I want to like. Is there a way I to drove by, I drove by, by a guy's house the other day, and, it, and first of all, he had several hundred acres. It was clear, but he had that he had that dark, you know, multi row fencing like that, and it just went on and on forever. So oh, yeah, Kyle that's... saw this fence picture, and uh, thought of me and took a picture of it. I think it's nice too. Um. So that's definitely a candidate, but uh, uh, we just need to make sure we're happy with where it goes. And how's uh, how's uh, Jack doing? So we thought he—I forget what we thought he had. It was acute something, and it was like a problem with his like neck spinal cord right Wobblers. back here. Wobblers, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and, wobblers has become a whole thing in my household. Like, like I keep doing uh, the little dog's <laughs> voice. Like I pretend like the dog has overheard us talking about your dog, and now she's afraid she's gonna get wobblers. <laughs> so she's she's like, oh no, not the w- 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 wobblers. <laughs> so like every every time we bring it up, the dog I, I like do the dog voice, all cowering and afraid of w- w- wobblers. <laughs> like if she's out too cold and it's too cold, or she gets wet or something, she's always afraid of wobblers. <laughs> uh, what is? It? Colin is trying to break a Guinness Book of World Record. Which one? Uh, it, it appears that it might be toothpick stacking. Ah. I'm holding it up to... That's going to get messy. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Anyway, um, what was I going to say? Oh, oh, so we thought he had acute wobblers, and um, he recovered from it, which is, I think, something that wouldn't happen if it were acute wobblers, but he's not fully recovered, and he's still wobbly, for lack of a better term. Oh. Like, like, he does a thing where his back legs, like, he'll be standing on his back legs, and then, whoop, and, and that doesn't happen to, like, a healthy dog. Oh, yeah, that's no But it, it's also not, like, a good, it's not like it's happening to him on concrete, you know? We have, like, slippery laminate hardwood floors in this house, and um maybe you know, she put some grip tape on his paws that seems like a good idea yeah That'd we could cool. like like um maybe weld something like like <laughs> a like a skateboard tape just, mm -hmm. just, just give him a more aggressive paw paw surface <laughs> so but i i think there is like it's taken a bit of the zip out of him like he's aging i guess um and and he's a great dane for people that don't know and they age quickly but I, I just don't know. You know. We had we took him to a vet like three times, and that's what they came up with. And mm. it's a it's an issue. Well, but I'm moving into the new house, and I'm very much excited about that. Maybe that'll be good for him. Maybe being maybe having like lots of land to run around on, and maybe that'll be a maybe that'll help somehow. I, I think know. it might change things. I don't know if it's gonna like if if we're gonna have to like limit his activity, like you know, an acre or two of running, and all of a sudden the dog's laid out for four days, or or if like you say, you know, it's gonna help him get you know better, like in better I, shape and stuff. So. I'm excited about the fence, and I think you need to do a big fence. I think it needs to circle everything that the light touches over there. Everything you own needs to be encapsulated in this fence. And then you can you're never restricted on what kind of like wildlife you can bring in because I imagine this thing turning into like a Doctor Doolittle scenario. <coughs> I feel like you should have like five or six different kinds of animals out there. I'd like to see like Jack hanging out with like llamas and stuff. I think Jack could handle himself against a llama and the emu. Yeah, right? and he would look equally ridiculous out there. <laughs> It'd be great. Yeah. I um I would actually like a goat, and Joe Lozon was pimping the idea of a miniature goat. But mm. since part of the goat's job is to eat the grass, miniature goat might not be the goat I want. You just need twice as many. I don't even <laughs> see why I would go about it that route. It's <laughs> Trust me, 20 mini goats are much easier to handle than 10 regular ones. <laughs> I, I, I don't believe you. I'm making you. that up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but goats would be cool I, I think goats is like a given like goats goats are cheap they're like easy to take care of they they already have like clear positives to their name um so i would i would start out by getting like two or three goats like i feel like you just should the, like maybe like a male goat and a female goat and just start breeding them one tricky thing about goats is like like okay now you're a farmer right even if you have five goats you have five goats 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You nah. know, if I leave town, I still have goats. You know, I, I need to hi I need to find someone who can help us with the goats. Nah, those things forage. Like like truck this is this is this is amateur farming. This is what my dad does. Trust me. You you don't want animals that are like 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 with like a dairy farm. You have, right. they always talk you gotta be there. You gotta milk those things. If you don't, then like it'd be a yeah. disaster. Like the yeah. whole farm would go under if you didn't milk for two or three days straight. I, like, I, I, people get um like they have a uh, backup power, right? Like, yeah, this whole we can we have our own generators and two thousand gallons of propane, and we can run for this long or diesel or however they do it. And uh, you're like, yeah, our house, the power goes out, but the cows must be milked. 
Yeah, you know but that. but you don't want to be that kind of farmer whose mm-hmm. like livestock is dependent upon you for anything really. Like you, you ideally you would like to be able to like go on a three month vacation and and they don't even notice. <laughs> like that's like a- it, that's how it should be. Like you shouldn't have to go out there and like pour like a big bag of feed out like you don't want that you want animals that kind of live off of the yard basically and then every now and then you like throw like a salt block in there or something there's like a treat <laughs> you want that I but i look and see if that's really a choice that's really a choice yeah that's, of course it's yeah totally like you're not you don't you, you're not gonna be out there feeding them they're gonna eat grass they're gonna like dig up stuff from the yard they'll eat that hmm you don't want maintenance do you want jackie oh no jackie's not camera ready no. She to She was cleaning the the bathroom in the new house today, and um, you're just making it really shine. Like the the construction guy cleaned it, but they did less shitty job because that's that's what they do. And um, let me just divert. Uh, what is it called? Did I I digress? Let me digress for a second. Um, Jackie and I disagree. I think that the cleaning ladies who clean the house did an expected job. And Jackie's like, no, look, like on the you know, they missed a shelf up here, or they like there was a streak on the mirror, you know. And she's like, how can they not you know, clean mirrors with streaks in it? Colin does a better job, but it was so messy, right? It was a construction site for more than three months. That's a <laughs> lot of mess, and um, you know the the floor, like. It, Everywhere you look, you left footprints everywhere in the drywall dust. We had popcorn ceilings that they cleaned and and it was crazy messy. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, sometimes things just get better with coats, even though it doesn't have to be in coats. Like when I sand furniture and I make it, I'll hit the whole thing with 80 and then I come back and hit it with 80 again. Why? I don't know. It was just a hard enough fucking job that... Like, my standards dropped as I went and did it. <laughs> and, and, you know, like, so I just hit it, like, twice with the rough stuff to, to really get it to where it was supposed to be. And um, that, I kind of feel like the cleaning does that, too. You know, Jackie's there cleaning. Like, look, I do so much better than they do. But you're standing on the shoulders of, of their work, you know? Yeah. But anyway, Jackie's cleaning, and uh, she was cleaning, like, the, the master bath. And she, like, turns on the bidet. Poof. She got bidet water all over her. Uh, I'm like, duh. You should bidet shower. water? Like, does that come off? I don't know. You're like permanently infected in my head. You have a, a Seinfeld moment where you're thinking about abandoning your... <laughs> and like, like, you're like, maybe Kyle could just get a big cabin. I don't know. <laughs> it did sound cool. <laughs> I might have to start over on this whole family thing. <laughs> this one's got bidet water on her. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> we had a nice ride. <laughs> we got right to the edge and then the bidet water. Uh, yeah, that's oh, sorry, baby. That that was the <laughs> that was it. That's great. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, she's she's just she's working her buns, and it's it's bad, right? Because. We'll go there, right? We'll both have like truckloads worth of stuff, and I'll carry some heavy things off. I usually carry everything heavy, and um, but then she's cleaning. I, on the other hand, am doing like simple little jobs, like replacing HVAC vents, and then I'll spend like fifteen or twenty minutes on Woodycraft stuff. And uh, my goal, and hopefully no one sees this, <laughs> hears this from Woodycraft, but the goal is to just like touch base enough with Woodycraft that they don't even know I'm not at my computer all day. You know, like, all right, I just pop in, conversate, made that a verb, for uh, 
you know, for 15 minutes or so, and then go do something else for 15 minutes and then come back. And, and they don't even need to know that I like was gone for 15 minutes doing something non-work related. It's trying to have a, a big footprint on my appearance, even though in real life, I'm spending a lot of time moving. It makes sense. So, uh, yeah, Jackie, on the other hand, doesn't have such excuses and she just works her butt off cleaning and such. So, uh, well, so yeah, well, you're close. I'm, uh, I'm glad you're close. It's, uh, it's been a real up, uphill battle, but uh, oh. you're almost there. It's great. Uh, it's I'm, so I'm, hard. It's like, <laughs> like I, I, Jackie said something at one point. She's like, we're good people. This shouldn't happen to us. Like I, like I look back at my YouTube career and I hate to sit here and throw like a pity party for myself or whatever. But like, you know, when I look at the fucking like uphill battles that I faced on the YouTube thing freaking constantly, right? Whether it was like Thunder Toro, Fisticuffs, Keemstar, my friend Wings of Redemption, the Holiday Doc, etc. All like putting roadblocks in there. Um, like there is a lot of bullshit, you know, thrown my way on the YouTube thing. And this house feels almost like the same thing. Like I didn't do anything to deserve this horse shit. It's uh but I got it. But I got it. And and you know, you just keep pushing, I guess. So I make it sound like some big trial, you know. It was just a pain in the ass. No, no, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, you're, you're totally right. You know what we forgot to talk about on the uh, on the last show that um mm. that that story that we heard at dinner that one night. And I and it's such a good story. I still feel like we should save it for the next PKA, but but that's a good story. I don't know. I was, I was just thinking about that. It was a good story. Yeah, I guess we'll save it for the next PKA. I feel I like need we should post-it notes. I want, I want post-it notes so I can like reminders to myself, not just the bookmarks. Yeah, I need. I need to. I need to do the same. <sighs> so you, uh, here's the. Here, I was about to say you look like you're better, but the thing is, I forget if it was last PKA or PKN or whatever. But Kyle was on death's door, right? <laughs> he drags himself like a puddle of goo into the thing, and then you know the lights turn on. He, you know, pushes through it like a professional, and then the moment we stop recording, he's, uh, you know, he's, <laughs> he's, oh, oh, that was so hard on me. <laughs> I, I've really been sick um, since the paintball event. Really, like I, I guess after the two, maybe a day or two after I got back, I started feeling really shitty, and I'm still sick now. I'm still coughing up a lot of stuff and just really, really congested. It's I, I don't have the complete like. I don't know, like a week ago, like when we were doing that last PKN at the at the end of it, I was just like, all right, I think I'm going to get off now. And I like, <laughs> looked at myself in the camera and I'm just like, ah. I, was, I don't know, I looked like I was dying. He was yeah. really a wreck and, and, um, and you were sleeping a lot, right? Like, like, like yeah. if you, if, if somebody sleeps like 18 hours a day, their body's recovering from something, right? <laughs> like that's, the, that's the scoop. And, uh, and that's where you were, you were just, you know. I, I really felt like shit, and I'm only uh, recently uh, starting to feel better. So, it, it, but it's a slow recovery, right? Wouldn't it be great if you just turned the corner, like, oh yeah, I woke up this morning, and you know what? Little uh, self check. <laughs> I'm good. <I> <laughs> and know? the worst part is, like, I look like shit too, because like, like every time I get out of the shower, I look, and there's just bruises everywhere <laughs> that are green. They're like green and pink and yellow everywhere. These big because they've like blo they've melted yeah. each other now, and they're this mm -hmm. huge everywhere all over me. Uh. And I'm just like, I look as bad as I feel. 
And, uh, and oh, and then the raininess, like like the weather here, it's been like overcast and raining for like the entire time of my sickness. So it's just been depressing as well. I wake up at even if I wake up at nine or ten and I'm like coughing or something, I look out the window and it's just dull, like gray light, and and just it just rain coming down. I can't tell if it's five in the afternoon or five in the morning and raining. It's just been depressing. So here it, it sounds like your weather's slightly worse than mine, but we've got a, like it's rained every day, but. Even if it rains at 2 p.m., you know, because we want to, like, put things in a truck and a trailer and such, we, we're paying special attention to weather. The fact that it's raining at 2 ruins my 11 a.m. Yeah. You know, like, ah, rain is coming. You know, I have to duck out first or I have to do whatever I can. The grass at the new house is tall. It needs a mowing. Like, I think it's, a, it, it's probably threatening a foot, which if you have a small yard sounds, like, ridiculous because those are well-maintained. But in a pasture-type scenario, it's just time to go. It's goats. Need <laughs> the goats for sure, but Put um, on them. this I don't see a flaw with this plan. I have to get you could this. get you could get a milk cow out there, and you could have your own milk if you wanted it. You could milk that milk. I, I I'm pretty good with the milk man that I've got now. <laughs> you could have a milk lad, Colin. <laughs> if we could get him dressed up in some Somewhere sort of right. yeah, like, like Pennsylvania Dutch boy costume, that would be ideal. Um, Somewhere right now, he's thinking, I don't want to be a milk lad. <laughs> <laughs> Colin's really good at working. Like, that's... Um, so, socially, people who are home homeschooled, you know, are sometimes a little different than the rest, right? Well, Colin, of course, is different in a bunch of ways because he's, yeah, at special needs. But um, he is really nice. Really nice. Uh, every time there's work to do, he is the first guy to roll up his sleeves and work. Anytime someone else is in pain, he is the guy with the strongest sense of like empathy and sympathy. He is, he's just really like good and caring around people. But um, it's neat now that we're moving. Like he's just, you know, I need you to carry something. I need you to do this. Oh, okay. Sure. Why not? You know, that's, that's one of his things. Sure. Why not? Um, it's, uh, it's neat to see. And then there's Hope, who is more typical of. <laughs> <laughs> Of like how I was, you know, where everything is, you know, can you do this? Uh, I can half-ass that. <laughs> how does that work for you? Give you the appearance, the appearance that I am. How about that? Yeah. I'll tell you what. This is what I can do for you. That four-minute job, I'll do it in one hour. <laughs> I will stretch it out that long. And, and next time, you'll think twice before asking. <laughs> expect a lot of eye rolling during this yeah, that's and, the that's the key to, to to getting fewer jobs assigned to you You just drag them out like, <laughs> do a good job but make it take forever and then you just won't be assigned jobs anymore uh, yeah it <coughs> yeah and, and and like i don't know it's like i'll have like three things to do better yet let's say i have like three welcome mats in my hand right and we're going to spread them out through the house it's like, Hope, can you take this one and put it by that door and I'll get these two? <sighs> the back door? Yes, yes, and I am doing two of them. Is there something about this job that's extra hard? It's a welcome mat. We're putting a welcome mat in a, into, into a place. You're just being teenaged. <laughs> so. That does seem extra lazy. <laughs> that's why she's working this summer. I need her to be somebody's bitch. What's she going to do? Um, so it's funny. They're telling me that expecting her to get a normal job is too much. That, uh, 
One of the challenges is that her summer's extra short. Her school is changing buildings over Christmas break. Because of that, they're adjusting the school year to start early, and she's only off for like four weeks or something, like oh, the whole summer. Okay. So yeah. she's she, yeah. So she's like, well, no one's gonna hire me for just four weeks. It, I don't mean to exaggerate. It might even be shorter than that. So she has, a, but she'll have a long winter break. But anyway, um, I feel like some sort of a Woodycraft apprenticeship should be in order. No, the whole like that the the core piece of it is that like I want someone else to be doing this. You know, like it it, it needs to be anyone but me and her mother. You right? Like I want her at a retail store pushing a broom. You know, like in, uh, hey princess, I get it, princess, but we're done with that shit. Mop. You know, like I would love her to be, you know, the, the, you walk into a store and that rug is like, it's like a, it's like a four big foot entry rug, eight foot, you know, like entry Walmart rug. or something. Yeah, yeah. 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 The one that's always rolled up in a ball. Yeah. Someone takes that, hangs it over something and beats the side of it until the dirt falls See, out. You're really, I mean, it's, it, it's I had 2015. That job. I, I just think the jobs like that, they, they give those to, to like the old, like, 35 year old like divorced dads now like like I, I really don't think they'll do that to your daughter i feel like if she gets a job anywhere she's just gonna be up front like like hey well what she welcome. is gonna do is um she's going to volunteer at one of colin's therapists and while she won't work with the kids uh oh and by the way that's a job that she'd like to do as a grown-up mm-hmm. she won't work as the kids uh she may work the counter she'll be vacuuming she'll be cleaning up after them things like that um that sounds like a good one. Yeah. Uh, it does a couple things. One, she needs volunteer hours for National Honor Society. She got accepted or inducted or whatever it is into the National Honor Society. And um, apparently there's a volunteer component of it, whatever. So she'll volunteer there. And um, two, it, it like, I don't, I'm not looking like to get my hand, like, like here, dad, I earned like $35 this week. Put it with the rest. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> you know, like that's not helpful at all. Yeah. Um, so it's not like I'm trying to get her to like contribute to the family's finances or anything. I'm just trying to get her to have the experience of working to, to, to you know, realize how hard it is to make money and stuff like that. So um, that makes sense. Yeah. So the, the, this will be like that, except that she won't get any money. And that's and, and I want to see her babysit. I think that would be a nice thing. Will she be driving to this job? No, she'll be driven to it. Um, oh, she that start, kind of defeats the purpose, though. You got to drive her to the job. Yeah, that sucks. I get that, but that um, sucks. That is our reality. She'll be able to drive herself in December. Okay, soon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I go back. Trumpember. <laughs> she. Uh, I want like. I, her birthday's in June, so starting June. It's her fault she can't drive. <laughs> Starting June, I can be a, you know, sullen, eye-rolling, deep-sighing teenager. That's shocking. I don't know why. Like, like, I got mine that day. Like, that day we had to go. I don't understand why she didn't it's value a, that more. It's, it, that's exactly what it is, right? I'm driving, and her and her mom are, like, dragging their feet. And, like, a Hope has been driven everywhere like she gets anything she wants i just went to i spent like seven hours at a rock concert right one of the bands did screamo are you familiar with screamo it's the lowest form of what it's called music it's uh it's oh. the worst it, it really is like and i'm open to any kind of music really like a, like but but screamo is just disgusting it's just so bad it's 
it's really bad. I share your thoughts. So I'm open-minded, and I think it's terrible. I, I, my parents would have never, ever, 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 ever sat through a screamo concert with no. me. And there were four bands. One of them was screamo. She was really there for two of the other, for two of the bands, and that wasn't one of them. But um, she, uh, one was. Like all time low, all time low was the headliner, and then there was another band I forget that, that she actually liked more than the headliner. But the 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 takeaway from this is that like she gets what she wants, you know. Like it, whenever she does like an after school thing, whether it be a musical, a play, a debate club, or cross country or whatever, like we've never <coughs> said, "Oh no, that's extra driving for us," you know. When she was doing fencing, she just always never had transportation issues. Whereas me, I constantly had transportation. Always, always. I, I mean, I took my bike everywhere. And in the, the few times that I'd go places that were like 15 miles or more, like my mom would like promise to take me someplace. And then it would rain that day and she'd be like, I'm not driving in the rain. And I'm like, but, but we, we, we had plans. I'm, I was all excited. We're going to do a thing. I'm going to hang out with my friend. And, you know, they've got, they're making pies and it's going to be great. My parents drove me places. That seems pretty harsh, I yeah. got to say. Like, yeah. like football practices, baseball games, you know, across the county, back and forth. Uh, <coughs> I'm trying to think. Any, any activity I was involved in. Would they in, take you to rock them. concerts and sit through them? They would take me to Six Flags. Uh, when they had no interest, which is kind of the, a similar situation where it like eats your whole day away and you've got to go pay a bunch of it's money. It's similar to in time. It sounds quieter and peaceful. Like You can almost fall asleep in your car taking someone to Six Flags. That's not yeah. the case at, at a rock concert. Maybe so. But yeah, um, I've never, no one ever took me to a concert. I, don't, I wouldn't have wanted to go with my parents anyway. Yeah, I'm good. I stay in the background. We text each other. Um they actually well, I set up wanted to like do I, I would have wanted to like get drunk and I don't know break something or, or something like that like my parents couldn't be at the concert if I was going to have <laughs> yeah. any fun like <laughs> right. I just wouldn't have wanted any parents there of any kind <laughs> uh, so um uh anyway I think because she's never had a transportation issue she didn't really have like <laughs> a ton of motivation to be the driver whereas I did so I like you got it as as fast as I possibly could I and feel like I, I'm so shocked that she doesn't want that freedom because I feel like so many, like like most kids, do, I feel like my sister did. My sister wanted to be able to like get out and like mm -hmm. go do stuff with her friends and, and be away from the family unit. It seemed like everybody around that age is so disgusted with their family. They're just like, yes, I'm about to cut the umbilical cord and like I'll be miles away at will. And uh, that's the first time they ha you have that. And, and yeah. I, I know I definitely coveted it and uh, wanted it. And my whole parenting style gears towards it like people I, I talk about my parenting a lot right when she was say 13 she wasn't even going like to movie dates by herself right i'm there like 30 rows behind her making sure everything's cool um and over the years i've just been and i'm usually on the guys pushing for more freedom like jackie she has two major freedom events coming her way in december she'll have a license and with that license comes all kinds of like, like as it is now, we know where she is almost every minute of every day. Like, you know, when she has a license, that's the age that uh, you got a GPS her up, right? Yeah, right. That's not a bad idea. But even she like, figured that out. Nah, a few of them. You could get, a, you could get her keychains got one. Her car's <laughs> got a GPS in it. The whole, her phone too. You just really want her locked down. <laughs> You're bad. That way, if I, the cartel gets her, we can track her down. And it'll be like a Chuck Norris movie. Hope has these friends, and uh, I'm going to out them right now. They're twins, and uh, 
they could only go to the concert because I was going. Like her parents were like, you know, they. Oh, okay, you can go since since Mr. Woodworth is going. And uh, she's like, but I need Mr. Woodworth to call me himself and tell me that he's actually going to be there. So it was cool. I called her friend's mom, who I didn't really know very well. I met her one time at a bonfire we threw. And um, she's like, all right. Yeah, she's like, I've got good kids, but this is the age at which kids try to, you know, pull a fast one. I just thought it'd be good to talk to you. I'm like, I like yeah. the way you're thinking. Because I... Was a horrible person at yeah. Hope's age. Terrible, <laughs> terrible liar, cheater, just dreadful boy, dreadful boy. No so, rules. Just every rule, you know, <laughs> I, I thought was meant to be broken. Like, I just, it's awful. And, um, uh, and, and the fact that she's like, you know, I got, my kids are good, but I, I imagine she did the same thing. But I knew me at 16. And I don't want to repeat of that. (laughs) So uh, I was an expert at climbing in and out of my window. I was too. And I lived on the fourth floor. That's impressive. Yeah. I would climb out of, I I slept in, it it was like a converted attic type thing. And uh, out my window was my father's, my father had a balcony like off the bedroom. And uh, I'd climb onto the roof of that, shuffle down the uh, the thing, and then we had a uh, like a porch that kind of covered one of the floors, so I could take the steps for the last one. But bottom line, I was like a monkey out there, just climbing wow. up and down like drain pipes and shit. That's and, impressive. Yeah, I was pretty athletic, and and yeah, I, I used to I used to climb all over my roofs my entire when I was twelve and I lived in New Jersey. I could climb on the fence and then from there, like climb up the brick chimney with like a mountain, like like hook my 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 fingers into the like between the bricks. But I only had to do that for a couple of feet before I could get my hands on the roof and pull myself up. And I used to sit on the roof and then um, in Ocean City, we'd go to the top. We'd watch fireworks from my roof, and it was no big deal to me. Like it, we're like sixty feet up. I don't know, maybe I'm exaggerating. We were like forty feet up, and you had to like jump over a gap to get to the roof and i had done it so many times it was no big deal but other people i'm like yeah we can watch the fireworks from my from my roof and they're like oh my god are you serious but uh <laughs> anyway yeah um i like that that the, the girls moms were kind of you know this is the yeah. kids but what i was trying to get to and i don't think i'm telling my stories coherently i'm trying to ease hope into freedom more alone time you know looser leash etc because Sometimes with kids, when you, you know, just drop a big freedom bomb on them, they, they misbehave. You know, they, they f- spread their wings for the first time and fly in the wrong direction. So we're yeah. trying to ease her into it. Well, good. That's, uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm still shocked that she didn't want that driver's license earlier. I can't believe that. that would, I knew a kid, like, in, there was a kid in high school who, like, couldn't pass the, uh, the driver's test. And, uh, and so, like, he waited years until, like, it was just a gimme. Because I think he just couldn't. I think he couldn't read or something like that. Huh. I don't know what the fuck Nick's problem was, but anyway, Nick didn't have a driver's license, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and we were all just like, "What the fuck's your problem, man? Come on, you gotta get with it." Yeah. Like we're, we're 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 driving. Like you can't ride with me. No, fuck you. T- to put it in perspective, I was a D student in high school. D, right? That was my average grade. That means I had as many F's as I did C's. And it takes a lot of F's to offset like a B if one of those rolls in. I was a D student and um, D plus, but whatever. Um, I got a 98 on driver's ed. It was a high school class. Like that was the one where you're like, (laughs) every class I'm like fucking around, telling jokes, not paying attention, literally sleeping. Sometimes I'd bring a book to keep myself entertained that was like unrelated to school. And um, 
but you know, come driver's ed, I sit up straight, I take notes, I uh, I rock that test. That was a very important one. Yeah. Well, yeah. December then. December. Have you given any more thought uh, to the truck besides the, uh, the 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 pussy wagon or whatever whatever it is that you're looking at? What's that thing called? <laughs> it's called a power wagon. The power wagon. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know if pussy wagon in your head means it pulls tail or it's for <laughs> pussies. I'm not sure. I was just imagining that truck from Kill Bill, that that uh, that yellow Chevy uh, that uh, said pussy wagon on the tailgate. So the the power wagon is still my leading candidate. I um, I'm, you know, I, really I haven't given much thought to it. Hope has Hope has wanted my truck since the time she was like eight. That had been the plan. Maybe. Whatever, yeah, something like that. Since I got it, that was going to be her car, and it stayed and it stayed and it stayed, and it was always the coolest thing, etc. Now that she tries to drive it, she doesn't. Stick shift hasn't come easily to her, so there's still six months to get this sorted out. But she's uh, easing me into the idea that she doesn't want my truck anymore, and I'm like, well, shit, because I had been looking forward for years towards having something new, and uh, well, you, you could still get something new. Yeah, I don't have a good reason to anymore. Oh, that's absurd. That's just ridiculous. What do you mean? I've got a great truck. (laughs) 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 Maybe maybe we should send your truck off with a bang. Maybe that would be fun. Oh, God. No, no, like a like a funeral, like a like a like a like like a a, cremation, like a truck funeral. Yeah, that would be. Uh, Saying Woody's lab. That's a, uh, yeah, that's a service. Like a special Russia, if he has Russia appearance, maybe. Yeah, we could we could we could melt it with thermite or something, and then blow it up. Uh, um, no, but yeah, I don't feel I don't feel like you have to have uh, passed off that truck before you get a new truck, do you? I uh, I haven't. Th- I mean, the the I'm sort of like proud of the frugality I've had in stuff like you know cars and such. Yeah, and I, I would lose my claim if I was just like, well, you know, it doesn't have that new truck smell anymore. It's wow. time to get something else. All right then, fine, fine. Cool. I, uh, I think that's silly. <laughs> um, Fimber's coming up. I think it's time. I think forever. When do you think? When is the best time to buy a truck? Uh the end of the year. Uh, whenever the new models are coming in. Oh. If you really wanted to get a really good deal, like like. If uh, like what 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 year is it right now? Twenty fifteen. Yeah, that's right. Um, you know, if you it, to you can get a great deal in twenty fifteen at the end of this year when they're trying to roll in the twenty sixteens. Hmm. That would be six months from now, roughly. Yeah, something like that. My head feels numb. I'm I'm still just not sharp at all from the fucking cold medicine. I picked that up from not knowing what year it was. Yeah, yeah, like, like I didn't even bother. I didn't even bother trying to. <laughs> like, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to phone a friend on this question. <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> uh, it's uh, when I did the dance competition, I was sick and the chore- choreographer was sick. And uh, everyone in the production was a Hollywood person. You know, like, like that. that's what they did. It, even though it was YouTube, they were... They worked on a lot of reality shows and stuff like that, and you know that um, one of them worked with James Cameron on one of his movies. I don't know which, but um, they—not that they were high-level people—they just that's the jobs at Hollywood. And um, they kept talking about, you know, oh, don't worry, she's a professional. You know, as soon as the cameras turn on, she'll light up and do her job, sick or not. And uh, I see you doing that too. 
He was like, you know what? Yeah. Sometimes. I, I have a feeling right now, given the option, you'd be watching Netflix. Oh, yeah. That's what <laughs> I was... Like, 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 right before I looked at my phone and saw PKN from Chiz, I was just, like, passed out in, in, <laughs> in like, a... There was Gatorade everywhere, and, and Archer was, like, just flickering behind me. It was... I'm still no. listening to Game of Thrones. I, I had to I had to pull the the ripcord. I feel like I, I like watching the show and then hearing it uh, uh, afterwards. But where, I feel like that. Where are you? How many hours are into the book are you? Um, can you tell? Oh, use a different phone for that. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I I know that it's it's kind of hard to tell you without giving away some spoilers that are definitely like book four happenings. Um, they already had the vote uh, at the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, um, the guy that they burnt, they already that already happened. Um, at the wall. Uh, trying to think, I'm nine hours in. I oh, maybe I haven't even gotten there. Okay, we're we're similar then. We're probably just like neck and neck if you're at nine hours. Because I, I, yeah, mm. we're yeah. really close. I think I'm at like I'm maybe eight hours, something like that. Yeah, I'll do probably four hour, no, two hours tomorrow. And uh, then the day after that, I'll mow, and that'll that'll be like a four hour day or something. With the did the new episode? The did the new episode come out last night? Mm-hmm. Yeah, episode okay. two did, and uh, yeah. it seemed like long. We were at paintball only one week ago. Yeah, I, I, I it seemed like two. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I guess it's been a long week. But yeah, well, so episode gonna... two came out. I watched that in 1080p. And That's what I'm gonna do next. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch that 1080p tonight. Maybe I know Kitty hasn't seen it. I've seen all like like you. I, I watched the first four episodes, mm-hmm. but uh, I'll see if Kitty wants to watch the second episode because I know she hasn't yet. Yeah. yeah, and and I also like, dude, HBO. As much as I love the binge watching, right? As a customer, the experience I get from releasing a season at once and letting me watch it at my pace is awesome. And sometimes my pace is pretty quick. You know, I'll consume the whole Orange is the New Black probably within a day or two after it drops. Mm -hmm. But I will say, like, my Game of Thrones excitement and interest level, knowing that I don't have a new episode for three weeks, which is now two, I guess. No, three weeks from now. Four weeks, you know, between episodes. Um, It just feels like like it ended. Like, oh, yeah, you know. Yeah, um, well... It's definitely not the way they intended it to be consumed. No, you know, four episodes and then like a month break in the middle or anything. Apparently, um, it was a media pack. Did you know that? No. Yeah, so I guess they give certain members of the press a month worth of episodes. And that way, they can do their recaps and stuff like that and get them out timely and talk about the show. Well, that's nice. Yeah, I'd like I to can be on see- that list. <laughs> I can see why they do it, but members of the press are not that trustworthy either. I remember no. um, it was Call of Duty. It was Black Ops 2. Um, they gave the media like this trusted um, like trailer that they didn't let YouTubers see, and they gave them some special information. And that stuff was all over the web within like 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. And it's like, I would have kept that secret. If you gave me an inside scoop and said, this is what you can say and when you can say it, I would have followed those rules because I didn't want to lose my access. You know, that that's the point. But um, the media people, they just screwed them over. And it's like, ah, well, that's what you get for not trusting yeah. me. That's uh, We used to hunt down those Call of Duty uh, information factoids like uh, like detectives. Mm-hmm. Like to find out what the deal with the new game was going to be. Like, you know, what 
when is the game, you know, when is it based? Is it a World War II shooter? Is it a future shooter? You know, what weapons are involved? What's the storyline? Way back in Modern Warfare 2, there was a YouTuber called Beyond. He was very good. He was like Socrates level good at the game. And um, he did a breakdown of the trailer and he noticed things that I didn't notice, even though I've considered myself a fairly hardcore COD player, you know, back in the COD 4 to Modern Warfare 2 gap. Um, he noticed how Scrambler was working and like things that I didn't pick up right away. And, uh, that like all that, that was the video that made trailer breakdowns have value to me. You know, like Mm -hmm. he, he put it in an editor, looked at it frame by frame and saw things I didn't. So there was a time when like, I, I thought I did a pretty good trailer breakdown here and there, but, um, uh, now my, the passion's not there. I don't. They released some shitty trailer with like no gameplay footage, and uh, like I'm not gonna break that shit down. And then what? What? What's the hint gonna be? Some campaign related thing? I skipped the last couple campaigns. Last campaign, I know I played Modern Warfare Three campaign. I don't know what else I played. I uh, I don't remember. I don't think I've no. I didn't beat this last one. I haven't yet. I've played some of it, um, but I, I haven't beaten it. I didn't even buy this last one. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, the one before that was Black Ops 2, is that right? I don't no. fucking know. Why am I confused? Maybe it was Black Ops 2. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, Ghost. Ghost was Ghost. the one before that. Ghost, I didn't play the campaign at all. Um. I did, I, pl- I played the campaign <clears throat> on that one. That was okay. Black Ops 2, I didn't play the campaign because I hated the Black Ops campaign so much. I liked both those <clears throat> campaigns. A um. lot of people liked the Black Ops 1 campaign, but I detested it i couldn't stand it at all i still don't even know what the numbers are what are the numbers do they ever explain uh, what the numbers were yeah they did but i i can't recall uh i, I don't know and then like remember. who you are and all that stuff i just I, whatever I, I stopped giving a shit but the Modern warfare <laughs> 3 campaign i loved that was incredibly good I, rescuing price the the juggernaut suit part at the end like it that thing had me going. That whole series, all the way from COD 4, like Modern Warfare 1 to 3, are, in my opinion, great, great campaigns. Uh, some people will say it's two on rails and stuff, but I, I like the way they played. I thought they were very good, too. Uh, but I like the Black Ops campaigns. And I, the next game is Black Ops 3, right? Yeah. Yeah, so... I guess they'll yeah. keep uh, keep going with all the time, tr- you know, the back and forth through the time periods and like the the the, the mind control and the confusion. Uh, it's kind of hard to follow sometimes, but <laughs> I yeah, I impossibly hard for me apparently. I don't know what the hell happened. <laughs> I finished the game and I was like, oh good, now I don't have to play anymore. I finished it. I, I'm sh- I'm I'm sure that I knew what what the deal with the numbers was at the time when I beat it, but I just can't remember now. I definitely can't. Well. In fairness, you forgot the year. So Yeah, there you go. I don't know <laughs> yeah, what year it is. Yeah. That, that's kind of where we are right now. I'm bad at that. Like um I just really am. I'm 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 really good at forgetting the year. Really? Like all yeah. the time, not just not just Yeah, on... like like I'll I'll have it confused with the previous year or something. Uh huh. oftentimes. I'll be like, wait, is it still twenty fourteen or is it twenty fifteen? It's like yeah. If so, you ever get tired of YouTube, you could have a career as Jamal's attorney. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Um, it's like, what year is? Are you a fucking time traveler? What is your problem? <laughs> you should know that. Yeah, yeah, she fucked that up. So I don't know if that's gonna burn her or not, or what the scoop is. Um, when did when did you say that court appearance is? May fourth. So oh. next month, I guess it's about three weeks from now. Well, that'll be fun. 
Yeah, it's kind of hanging over my head. Like, I want it to be done, done. Like, one thing that was happening a lot is subcontractors were hanging out at our house, hoping to just, like catch the general contractor and get money. Mm-hmm. So all these subs are unpaid. And, you know, we pull up and we're like, hey, what's up, Andres? What you working on? Nothing. Just trying to catch Ed, get paid. You know, Andres spent three days camping at my house. Not literally camping with a tent or anything, but just, oh, just like hanging out. sitting in his truck, listening to music or whatever, waiting for checks. God you know, damn. Ed would tell him he's meeting him there. I, I think that's I told that. I, I talked about oh, this at one point. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm meeting you there. Then all of a sudden, Ed's calling me from his attorney's office, and I'm like, that... I know you're not meeting Andres. Andres is in my, not in, but in my driveway that way. Not, he's in my driveway waiting for you to pay him. And uh, then, you know, I, I'm there at the house the next day. Andres still here, you know, just camping out, waiting for payment. What uh, does Ed say about all that? Uh, Ed acts like, he seems to think that it's like normal and customary and okay to pay people when he has money. Like... You know, why would they expect to get paid? I haven't been paid yet. I can't pay the subs. And I think to myself, no, you pay the <laughs> subs when they finish their work. Not when, not when I pay. I pay you when everyone finishes their work. That's the scoop. I paid half up front and half when it's done. But along the way, lots of, it, he should have broken it down maybe to have more milestones, right? I'd have been okay with that. But um, instead, it was half up front, which is apparently way too much. 10% up yeah. front is more normal. And then the other half at the end, which, again, is kind of way too much, but this time in my favor. You know, it, it should have been like four 25s or like, you know, a bunch of 15s. I don't know how many that would be. And um, it should have finished like that. But uh, so that meant that Ed, you know, half up front, he was feeling really rich. And by the time the project was over, he couldn't pay his bills. And, um, you know, but to him, it was like, well, of course I can't pay my bills. Like, why would you think I could pay my bills? You know, I'm still waiting on this last check. That's your problem. You know, they they were telling, uh, I'll try and avoid names, but they were telling one of the contractors, like, oh, we've got so much work for you. We've got all these projects lined up. It's going to be great. He's like, you don't need work. You need money. You know, you tell me you have money for me and we can start doing things. You tell me you can keep me busy. Like, I, I don't have a boredom problem. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh, you know, that, that's where it was. So he's like, yeah. It, and, and contracting is booming right now. And people aren't having a hard time getting jobs. Uh, so it's going to have a hard time hiring people if he can't pay. Oh, man. He, it, <coughs> Wonder if they, maybe they had it right the way they would do it in the olden days when they would brand someone or cut off a body part to like identify that this guy is like a shit heel. Like, mm. it, you know, if you're a thief or something, maybe they brand a big T on you or something like that. You know, stock building supply? I don't. Oh, okay. So, stock building supply in my area supplies like all the new construction and renovation and stuff with their materials, right? If, if you need to buy hardwood floors or stuff newel posts or shingles or roof or whatever all the cabinets you go to stock they have pictures of people up there who didn't pay their bills do not work with this guy they will ruin your name yeah and this is like a big company too like they're like it's not like some mom and pop shop um i don't want to say the guy's name because his son is a subscriber of mine but one of the people working with ed stole his jobs like Ed was sick or something, and this guy would be like, "Hey, you know what? Why don't you not work with these guys? Come with me." He'd like bid, you know, whatever, like one grand less than Ed or something. 
take the work and then do it on the side. And, oh. um, but there's now this part's not confirmed, but Ed thinks that he was using his corporate accounts for like, you know, with like Home Depot and stock building and all those other things to get materials for the jobs he was stealing. Uh, and, uh, and that's not good. That means Ed has bills with these people that he can't pay and his work is getting stolen from him. And it's just like, you guys are such a shit show. You're, you're just, I'm so Ed's bad uh, at his job big time. And it seems yeah. like someone just needs to move right in there that's kind of good at that job, and they just start making money. Right. Like, it seems like, hey, you want to make eight to $12,000 a month every month? Yeah, you just go take Ed's job. He's a fuck-up. <laughs> you're right. Ed is absolutely beyond horrible at his job. You know, like, like it, it, what a general contractor does, if people are young, maybe they don't know, they bring the materials and the people on site in the right order to get a bigger job done, right? General contractors usually have very little staff. They just hire subs like, you know, all right, so we're doing this thing. First thing we're going to do is the messiest shit there is. We'll scrape the popcorn ceilings. We'll spackle all the walls. It makes a big mess. Then we're going to, you know, vacuum that up. We're going to lay the hardwood. We're going to paint, right? And then that paint's going to get all over the floor. And when that's finished, we'll rip up the floors, refinish it. And that'll be the final part of the project, right? Do things in order. In my project, like, they literally had people working on floors, and then they'd run out of materials, and then it would take weeks to get new materials yeah. in. Like, I, that, I've they, worked on a few projects. Like, like, I've done, like, major renovations and stuff with my dad and, like, different things. I've put roofs in. Uh, I've, put, I've changed the roof on a house. I've, I've done lots of stuff like that and all different fields of stuff, plumbing and electrical. So I'm very familiar with, I can't like, wait for you to come over. Go on. <laughs> You're a good very, guy to know, Kyle. <laughs> I'm very familiar with the whole idea of you know this the supply chain of of like raw goods. It's like you know we don't need those nails today, but on day four there's going to come a time where it's like if we don't have those nails, then there's another fucking trip back to the store. Like you just you get all your shit in one go. Like yeah. everything's laying over there, so that when it's time to use, when you need that that blade for your for your uh, for your saw that's for the metal, you've just got it, and and it's. But this guy seems like it's it's Dude, his first time doing they would, anything. They bought like okay, we had a lot of doors installed in the house. For some reason, this house came with like no closet doors. So um, we installed like like ten doors. I don't know. That's a good guess though. Ten doors. And they buy hinges for like three of them, and now they have to find matching hinges for the other seven. They would drive literally to like nine different stores looking for hinges and screws and stuff like that instead of calling ahead. Really? You're driving over half of North Carolina looking for screws instead of calling ahead. That That is unthinkable to me. Um, you know, like a, a, a strike plate, if you don't know, when you shut the door, that springy, like, locky thing, mm. it hits the strike plate and goes in the hole in the strike plate. That's what that is. Um, I had, like, a kind of a funky-shaped one or whatever, and uh, they spent, like, a week and a half and the strike plate's not coming. And I'm just like, guys, like, Amazon sells everything. Have you tried that? I just bought, it was $1.50. I was like, forget it. Fucking, in two days, it will be in a box on the doorstep, and it was. You know, like, get Amazon savvy. They, they spent three weeks looking for ceiling fan blades. So they put um, plastic on the ceiling fan blades to stop paint from getting on them. They duct and, taped them onto the blade, though. Something like that, you know, yeah, they yeah. claim that it was painter's tape, but I guess it was an aggressive brand because it like ripped the, the finish off the ceiling fan. And they're like, we just can't find ceiling fan blades. If you type ceiling fan blades 
into Amazon, you'll find them in seconds. And it's not like, you know, white is some weird thing like that they, they oh, can't wow. be found again. You know, like yeah. It's it's super easy. And uh and they literally went weak. I ended up just back charging them for it. They never did find ceiling fan blades. I'm like, "All right. $75 or $100 or whatever it was for ceiling fan blades." That's great. That's yeah. that's So um right? How hard is Amazon? You've got an iPhone, right? You should be able to get this yeah. shit done. Like, you know, it should be no trouble. And yeah. uh, it's basic, basic, basic. So yeah, Ed is absolutely terrible at his job, and I, I think that leads to why you know people were undercutting him on his staff and taking his jobs from yeah. him. And he you know, well, took him weeks to know. And well, you know, people are always asking us for career advice. This seems like a a really good place to go, right? Like if you're <laughs> if you're not going to go to college. Like maybe go to a tech school and get some some basic understanding of like a, a branch of like like an electrical work or something like that. But it just seems like becoming a general contractor, like yeah, that seems like a great uh, a great little path to go on. Obviously, you need some experience, which it seems like this is a you could get the experience. You know, you could find a guy and you could right. just start out as a contractor and uh, and go from there. And I mean, hell, Ed's been hiring people showing up in Toyotas. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> dented Toyota Civics like, or Toyota Civic. Your, nice. You were talking about that. You're like, when they show up in like a box truck with their name on the side, they probably know what they're doing. If they show up in a Corolla with dents on the side, nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a thing, right? Yeah, if they show up in a Corolla with dents on the side and and you know a stained upholstery and circular saws sitting like you know the seat belts holding a circular saw in place, those guys are are not professionals. And yeah. Uh, Harbor Freight equipment is another thing I look for. Uh, if you don't know Harbor Freight, it's a really, really, really cheap. Like they sell garbage tools, um, and aren't they uh, like a like a light, like a bluish green color? I have orange in my head. That like central machinery thing. I think of the orange ones as. Um, You're thinking of rigid. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're orange too. I'm. Th I, huh. Central machinery images. Let's see what you got. They are like a greenish yellow color. I think you're right. I don't know. I thought I saw a compound mitosol that was orange. But yeah, they're like a yucky kind of olive. Central machinery. That's what they're. Yeah, that's what they're called. Anyway, yeah. If they show up with Harbor Freight tools, like that's another kind of. It, they're, they're just, it's, <laughs> they haven't gone through the experience of why you don't use bad tools yet, you know. They're they're rookie enough that that's not a thing. They bought like it, they um, they were telling me they were, this guy was installing floors in my office and he didn't have a special kind of nail gun that drives nails at a forty five degree angle, and they're like, man, you know the. Hitachi one at Home Depot was like three hundred dollars. We went to Harbor Freight and got one for one hundred. You know, they're so proud of themselves. And I'm like, I, I don't buy Harbor Freight tool, and I'm a fucking homeowner. You know, like. Yeah. And then uh, at the end of the second day, the tool broke, and they yeah. had yeah, and it just like really, so you're a professional and you use tools that that break after twelve hours. Yeah, those are amateur tools. Those are amateur tools. So, um. I'm glad it's behind me. I just <laughs> so yeah. great. I'm so glad it's it'll be done, done, 
it's a life experience. I tell you, this, this is going to be such a great story. You know, five years from now, we'll, we'll, we'll all laugh about this horrible, horrible uh, job that you had done. <sighs> it, life it seems like you're getting everything you want out of it. it. You just had to take it out of them kicking and screaming. Mostly. I feel like some of the stuff, like I paid $1,900 for, it, what it was, was the hallway in the second floor was a little bit tilted. We it took me a month to notice, but it was like if you put a marble on and it would run to the side and, um, you know, they wanted me to fix it. And I was like, I don't really don't care about it. Like, it's it's no big deal. It's like it's not a brand new house, whatever. And uh, he's like, kids are going to have wet feet in here. They're going to slip. They're going to break their leg. And I'm like, they are. Jesus, that, that is never going to happen. It's not that tilted. You know, it's not some fun house. And uh, and I, this is what I told him. I was like, all right. For $500, maybe I care. For $2,000, I don't give a shit about, you know, about this not level hallway. And um, mm -hmm. he's like, all right. In his head, <clears throat> that translated into, go ahead, start ripping out the floor for $1,900. In my head, we didn't have a deal. Like, there was no agreement on this thing. Like, why are you starting? Like, what is happening here? What are you charging? What is the cost? You know, like, and and in the long run, I paid one thousand nine hundred dollars, mostly. And in my head, like, so uh, I don't want to put down my house, but it's level now. But like, there's certain spots that seem bouncy, like like the floor's not completely solid under the laminate. Like, they put leveling stuff, but it's not flat, if for lack of a better term. And uh, I'm like, great, one thousand nine hundred dollars. I traded. Like one flaw for another, I don't really feel very much ahead of the game, and uh, um, you know, so that's something I'd love to get back in small claims court, like because you know, that was Jamal's work right there, and nice. uh, yeah, it's like yeah, you know, and Ed's acting like I had to get some guy to come in here and fix it behind him, yeah, and then you fucking build me, you know, so there are areas where I feel taken advantage of, and maybe yeah. I should have raised more hell about the timeline, like. You know, I I did raise hell from time to time, and I'd call you know Ed's partner and stuff. But in the, I mean, it took him three months. Like, and, and you know, there were periods where there's just one guy poking away on site. The electrician would come in, hang a ceiling fan or whatever, and he'd come back a month later, and he's like, "You ready for one more fixture?" Like, you know, he's like, "I thought you guys would be all done." You know, you come back, install a fixture, then he'd come back a few weeks later, one more fixture, like, really? <laughs> like. You know, and, and I like the they, he, the professional people tended not to put down the others, but he'd be you know like without words like, you know, and it's like yeah, this is not typical, right? This is this is insane. So, um, yeah, I, I was talking Ed and Harrison were like you know yeah, but it's really looking good now. Like I'm supposed to be happy, and at one point I was like no, no. I'm not happy. I'm not. This story doesn't end happily. This story <laughs> ends in April. You promised me January. You said you'd be done in January. I knew you were full of shit, but I never knew it'd be April. There is no scenario where this ends and we shake hands and say this is good. No, <laughs> no, we're not working. To, they, they, you know, they came in there with like a low price. They wanted to be like partners with me and do future deals together. I'm like, we're not working together again. This is done. This is, you know, this isn't a happy ending. I'm not a happy customer. This is you know, the, the workmanship. I have issues. Just 
this doesn't end as a good story. And uh, Harrison's like, guy, but don't, I hear you. I know where you're coming from. Don't do this rain on sight. It'll ruin everything. <laughs> you know, he's like, let's just keep this between us. Because I guess he felt like if I did it in front of Ed, Ed would flip out. There were times where I was hoping Ed would fight me. <laughs> that would be a thing. You know, he'd be like, because he'd take like a step toward me. He'd be like, you know, are you serious? And it's like, oh, please. You know, and I'd be like, yeah, I'm fucking serious. Fucking serious is a heart attack. This is bullshit. And uh, it's like, go ahead. Ratchet it up. I, I said a thing. You escalated. I escalated more. Please. Please. Fucking make a move. And uh, this is how our That would have really topped off the whole home improvement if you had beaten up the contractor <laughs> in front of all of his employees and then left. It, that would have been great. It would have been really lopsided. Um <laughs> <laughs> He's small, untrained. He, he, he was a mess, um, but uh, but it, it, you know, like I would escalate, and then he would take a step backwards and shake his head or something like that. Like it would stop there. <clears throat> but um, yeah, no, I don't. I don't finish this thing up as like a really happy customer or anything like. Of I course just, not. No, the, and the he time should. The fact that he doesn't realize that going in is is a little. I, I would be like, you know, I'm mad. But what makes me even matter is that you don't realize that I'm mad. Yeah. Well, that it, it's part of his thing. Like um, the cleaning ladies came in, and like I said, they the cleaning ladies came in and removed ninety ninety five percent of the mess. But that's like not good enough, you know. Like when you still see like a layer of dust on the floor, or like when they miss shelves, ninety five percent of move, of this kind of mess. Like we wanted it better than that. And uh, Ed would come in and be like, "This place looks great." This place, this is looking really good. You, you know, like anyone else would have charged you five thousand for this. The fact that they clean your house for twelve hundred and it came out like this, like you, you, this is good. And it's like, okay, one horseshit, because the other contractor was charging one thousand to clean. You know, you're paying. We split twelve hundred, so six and six. That to me is just normal and customary, not some super deal, and it's not great. So when he says this place is amazing, you got a deal. He wants me to think this place is amazing, I got a good deal. But what I actually think is noted, you will fucking lie to me to my face. You'll lie to me about customary charges. You'll lie to me about what we're both plainly seeing is not as clean as it should have been. Yeah. And, um, uh, you know, that, but that, I, I think he's gone through life being really successful at that sort of thing. You know, just, selling making people happy with things that they shouldn't be happy with yeah so yeah, um sounds like it yeah but uh but it's over uh i'm in there doing stuff every day we poke away at it fix it's not over yet you got good luck to you in court sir thank you thank you <laughs> it's um, not over yet <laughs> so what i did in court for people that don't know i withheld six thousand dollars from what um i owed ed and i put that in an escrow account so one way it could go out is that 6000 gets distributed to Ed and Jamal. If I'm wildly successful, some of it goes to me. Then I get I a know, refund. Maybe on... some, some way before they just take the house away and give it to Jamal instead. <laughs> That's, so there's actually no lien on the house anymore by I setting know. up that escrow account. Well, it, it was never on the house. It was on the payment I owe Ed. But now the lien is against the escrow account. Like it's like, you know, if I completely fail to show up for court and stuff like that, that whole escrow account gets wiped out and distributed to other people, but that was expected, you know. Like, it, so, um, so yeah. So I, I, I'm free and clear. But, good. Uh, 
Should we call it a PKN? Yeah, I think so. All right. Uh, thanks for coming out, everybody. I guess. I don't know. I'm really just talking to you. Thanks yeah. for dragging your sick and broken body to the show, Kyle, and uh, powering through. Later, Taylor. See you, Woody. Yeah. <laughs>